Hey there, Tombstoners. Welcome back to another spooky episode of High on Horror. I am one of your hosts, Josh. And this week we are diving into the horror comedy Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. And joining me as always is Chris. What's up, buddy? Ayo. And Miles. How are you, my friend? Back at it again with the white vans. Yeah, you thought it was gone, people. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Damn, Daniel. Damn, Daniel. <laughs> So stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I said, we are going to be talking about what I will declare right now as one of the best horror comedies of all time, uh, Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. But before we talk about that, we will get into some spooky stuff. Who wants to kick off the spooky stuff? Go ahead, Chris. Uh, my spooky stuff is... Did we talk about seeing Evil Dead Rise last week? <laughs> Yes. All right. Well, in that case, <laughs> no spooky stuff. Oh, I've been playing more Alan Wake, and again, it scared the shit out of me. But I also had to rage quit one night because I like played the same fight five times, and I was like, no more. <laughs> so there you go. I spooked up. Very good. How about you guys? <laughs> Miles, you got any uh, legitimate spooky stuff? <laughs> I have all kinds. I've like I've been living a hardcore spooky style lately, but I guess most notably, I went on Wish.com and I bought this shirt. It's Jason Voorhees with a flying V guitar swinging it like in Part Eight, and there's pink lightning in the background, and it looks fucking awesome. So then. I since I like that shirt so much, I got it on Wish.com. I'm like, let's roll some dice and see what ends up being half decent here. And I bought 11 more horror-themed T-shirts, some of which are direct ripoffs of the DVD box. And we're going to see <laughs> what happens. The, I'm sure the size and quality of product will <laughs> wildly vary. All of the images will not be overblown on the shirt, for sure. <laughs> They're going to be so blurry. <laughs> But I'm hoping for at least one decent one. We'll see what happens. Because the I Jason mean, one yeah. turned out better than I imagined. Wish.com is like your abusive ex-girlfriend. You just keep going back. <laughs> yes. Stay away, no yes. matter how much it hurts you. I've been <laughs> time dipping my time toe. Again. Been dipping my toe in the T-Mu. That's a thing, too. It's slightly faster <laughs> wish.com i was gonna say miles don't don't be afraid to check out you know etsy or like t public <laughs> they have some yeah. they have some good designs and the shirts are a little more I just heard uh, about this thing called amazon it's crazy <laughs> i was gonna say amazon wouldn't hurt you like this <laughs> <laughs> would amazon never. would be so good to you oh my god <laughs> Yeah, but what I don't like about Wish is that they changed the way they format the names of things. It actually is coherent and makes sense now. So I it like that. ruined my favorite game on my podcast where we like play best wishes and try and figure out what it is based on the name. Ugh. Lame. It is lame. I'm, I'm heartbroken. <laughs> so, anywho, what's up with you, Josh? You do anything spoopy? Uh, no, not really. I've been busy. Uh, my spooky thing this week will be horror movie news. On our follow-up to our movie last week, Smile, they have officially announced that Smile 2 is in the works. Whoop, whoop. Smize. Yeah, smirk. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how it could work, because, I mean, how are you not just going to make the same movie again? 
It's clearly not going to be like, oh, the cop is continuing the story. I it'll would, just be new new people, and it'll just be the same fucking thing. No, no. Here's here's what they could do to actually get me into it. Give me a cycle where it's like three characters within the first like 45 minutes where they all fail and die. And give me the last <laughs> person. Don't tell me if it's before or after the original film. I don't need to know. So maybe I'm guessing like, oh, maybe they survive and then have them die at the end of the film. And they just continue on in the chain to uh, the character from the first one. That's give me somebody really that's like overly <laughs> happy all the time. And they see like a grimacing person. <laughs> they see something <laughs> very unhappy. You're very you know much that? on the grimace train. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got to go the other way. Subvert the genre. <laughs> make, make grimace. I'm only interested if it's a sequel to Happy Death Day to you. They just all need to be tied together. Merge it with Malignant. <laughs> Fucking get Kakoa Shaw on the case. Bruh. Nah, this is a Megan mix all the way. Kakoa <laughs> Shaw gone. would absolutely get killed by the Smile Demon. Unfortunately, <laughs> like to smirch his name on. He this was podcast? having he was having trouble with a mentally ill woman who also had a face on the back of her head. A demon in the back of her skull. <laughs> to be what fair, would you do? She did fuck up the entire police department. So I mean, I think anyone right. would have a little trouble. Also, caveat there: it was the Seattle Police Department. <laughs> 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 we will not stand for your blasphemy of the great Kakoa Shaw here. <laughs> Kakoa Shaw was by far the most capable. I'm not. I, I do not blaspheme. <laughs> Who cares if he has the aim of a stormtrooper? <laughs> he was a light in a dark place. <laughs> He's the number one in our heart. <laughs> if people haven't listened to every episode, they are probably so lost. <laughs> yeah. If you don't know why we talk about Kakoa Shaw at the end of every episode in our rating systems, he is the police officer from the movie Malignant that we very much want a sequel to, where he is a vampire slayer. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to know why that means anything, go back and listen to our Malignant episode. I believe it's episode number two, where he becomes our patron saint of the podcast. <laughs> Yeah, that's our boy. We ought to get him on the show. He seems pretty attainable, if I'm being honest. Yeah, he stepped down to fucking Hallmark Lindsay Lohan movies. He's right up our alley. We can get him. Um, <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be a get. Like we don't even have guests on this show, but that would be like the guest yeah. <laughs> episode 100. We ever, <laughs> we ever do a live show? We're getting that motherfucker. <laughs> It's like, you guys, we're getting Kakoa Shaw on our show. Who? <laughs> George Young, you know, the, from the hit single? <laughs> the fans have not requested it. <laughs> we are doing this strictly for ourselves. <laughs> oh, goodness. But yeah, this week's movie, 2011's Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. Have you seen it? If not, shut this off and go watch it immediately. It is on Peacock right now. It's also on it's Amazon, fan. it turns out. Oh, is it on Amazon as well? Fuck yep. yeah. It's it's a must watch. You can't listen to this if you haven't watched it because you don't want it. Not that there's anything to spoil, but it's just, <laughs> it's so good. You, you need to see it raw. Um, the loosest premise is this is a movie that, that you're seeing from two sides. Of, of two different perspectives 
from Tucker and Dale, who are a couple of hillbillies uh, buying a, a vacation home in the woods. You're seeing their their perspective of college kids that are going up to the woods to party, and you're seeing the college kids' perspective that they are like stereotypical horror movie hillbillies <laughs> that they think are going to try to kill them. And I just think it is one of the best, most like well written, not dialogue but just like story wise, the most of the one of the best and most well written horror comedies ever. It's so fucking funny, <laughs> and and the coincidences that happen are just phenomenal. <laughs> and I I've seen it probably three or four times now, and I still laugh every time. It gets me every time. <laughs> I think this was my fourth time through, and I was laughing this time too. I was like, "Oh my god, this movie is so great." This is only my second watch through, but yeah, this movie is absolutely fantastic i think this has got to be at least in my top three for horror comedy straight up i think this is my number one like scary movie and stuff they're pretty good the first one but the this one's probably my number one horror comedy yeah yeah for me it's like this and Shaun of the dead are, are right up there for neck and neck they're just different types of movies for me it's the leslie vernon behind the mask uh then probably this and then uh i also really really like zombie land oh zombie land solid zombie land's great yeah. i i actually was never a big Shaun of the dead guy but i do respect the mood like i i love the actors and everything i just for whatever reason that one didn't hit with me but uh i think it was because it was british and when i first saw it i was a little little young didn't really get british humor <laughs> it's fantastic so yeah, I don't know. I don't think we have to break this down scene for scene or anything. Oh, but... breaking it down scene for scene. <laughs> scene one. <laughs> Exterior. <laughs> Camcorder mode. <laughs> um, we open on a road. <laughs> what what I would like to, to start with is uh, familiar faces. Friggin' Alan Tudyk? Tudyk? Tudyk. Alan Tudyk, yeah. The great Alan Tudyk. Like, so great to see this dude as a main character. I love this man and everything he does. Can we get him in more movies? He's He's in in a lot of movies. He just, lots of times you don't know it's him. He does a lot of voices. (laughs) (laughs) He was one of the bad guys in Frozen. What? He's... He's the robot in Rogue One. What's his name? K two. K two S O. Yeah. Yeah. He's he voices that robot. Wow. He's in Firefly. He is. Uh, yeah. He's in Fire. He's he's uh the pirate in Dodgeball. <laughs> Steve he's, the pirate. Yeah. Steve the pirate. <laughs> he's my favorite character in Death at a Funeral. He's amazing. He, he's the guy that gets drugged and he's like <laughs> hanging out in the bathroom and stuff at this funeral. It's amazing. You guys haven't seen that one, huh? I have. I haven't seen that. I one. have. I I love that movie. <laughs> um, that has that has the guy who plays Tyrion Lannister, right? Peter Dinklage. Yes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's an amazing underrated comedy. That movie's amazing. Um. He also is in 28 Days, not 28 Days Later, <laughs> uh, the 2000 American comedy drama. 
28 days. Check it out. Never seen it. Sandra Bullock. <laughs> <laughs> Sandra yeah, she goes to rehab. Sandra Bullock. <laughs> Uh, he is the he's the voice of the robot and I robot. Ah, such a calming voice. He was in Three Ten to Yuma. Love that movie. Knight's Tale. Love that. He's movie. great in Knight's Tale. That's probably the first thing I ever saw him in. So Alan Tudyk is the shit. Uh, yeah, the I shit. love how we've gone through his whole discography. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I, if you're out there listening. Alan Tudyk is the shit, and we will continue to go through his <laughs> He's in a lot of good shit. All jokes aside, he's he's freaking awesome. Yeah, the other the other main guy, Dale, is is uh, Tyler Labine, who's mm-hmm. from a lot of stuff. He's one of those that guys you've seen his face. He's always plays kind of a chubby guy. Uh, he was in a great show that was like a Hulu exclusive called Deadbeat, where he can see ghosts oh that's and, right but he, but he is like basically he's kind of always like the schlubby kind of useless guy and it's fucking hilarious because like no one believes him that he can see ghosts and he's like he has a feud with like a one of like those tv personalities who claim they can see ghosts <laughs> but he actually can and they actually can't <laughs> and it's a great uh he has sex with a ghost at one point <laughs> <laughs> He was also in a show called Reaper back in like 2007. That show is yeah. amazing. You guys ever he see that? He also had a sex with a ghost in that show, <laughs> but it was a slightly more demonic one. <laughs> no, I didn't. What is that about, Miles? Reaper is uh, the devil like recruits this kid to suck up demons that have escaped from hell with a magic vacuum, and uh, Tyler LeBain is like the the sidekick guy. And it's like a monster of the week kind of thing, but it's a pretty funny show back then. Cool. I okay. Wait, I do want to say one more thing, not to get off Tyler Bean because I feel like he plays the perfect sidekick character, and I would like to also see him in more things. He he has such a good heart in this movie, and it makes me so happy. Um, but back to Alan for a moment he also is playing the Joker and Clayface in the HBO Max aka Max series uh, Harley Quinn which if you like uh, Harley Quinn I I think it's great I I think that show is absolutely hilarious and Clayface is one of my favorite characters so (laughs) I think Bane's my favorite character on that show. (laughs) (laughs) I also love Bane. Bane and Kite Man. (laughs) So we we've all we had all seen this movie before this, right? Right. Oh, we have two more cast members that are important to talk about. Uh, One of them would be Katrina Bowden, who is the love interest of this movie. She is uh, she's pretty pretty skinny for me, but she is a good looking woman, and she. You can see her derriere in Nurse Double D, I believe. Or is that what it's called? Nurse 3D. Nurse 3D. Sorry, yeah. So Nurse 3D, you can see her derriere in that one. And, of course, then there is uh, Shalane Simmons, who plays the dumb blonde who just is running around with her purse the whole time. (laughs) and uh, Just always smoking cigarettes. (laughs) You can very distantly see her topless in this movie or you can watch good luck chuck 
or Final Destination 3, she's the one who gets cooked alive in the tanning bed. And that's The Boob Report. He found a way, folks. (laughs) (laughs) Do your homework, bro. That's all I'm saying. You got it. If you don't believe me, do your homework. This movie is, it's just a fucking hilarious time. So they, like I said, they go up to the woods. They they are finally buying a vacation home. They're all excited to go up there and get it all, all like straightened up and, and work on it. Cause it's like a, a fixer upper as they call it. It's like, a, it turns out to be a serial killer's house. <laughs> There's like newspaper clippings all over the wall about its victims and stuff. And all they see is like a free coupon to a hot dog restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> the college kids are also camping out up there and the Tucker and Dale go out fishing and they see the, the main girl is about to go jump off a rock and they stole, startle her, and she falls and hits her head. So they, like, rescue her, but she's unconscious. And they're like, hey, to her friends. They're like, hey, we got your friend. And they freak out. They're like, oh, my God, they got our friend. <laughs> <laughs> like, no matter what they say, they think it's, the com- like, the complete worst way you could take anything. So <laughs> so they, they are on a mission to get their friend back while Tucker and Dale are just trying to do the right thing and, like, help like rescue this girl and and and, uh bring her back to good health (laughs) and uh as every time they try to like save this girl they wind up killing themselves on accident (laughs) the teenagers yeah (laughs) to to where tucker and dale think that there's some sort of weird suicide cult (laughs) (laughs) this movie is amazing if you guys haven't seen it you're doing yourself a disservice this one is a real fucking gem I mean, great effects work for the most part. Yeah, and it's all filmed like a horror movie. Anytime it's from the perspective of the teenagers, it looks like they're in some sort of like backwoods slasher film. But then it always changes to Tucker and Dale's perspective. Like <laughs> when they're slowly approaching the house, Tucker's outside cutting wood and he accidentally cuts into a bee's nest with a chainsaw. So <laughs> while he's trying to outrun the bees, they just see this maniac hillbilly running at them with a chainsaw rammed up. <laughs> so they think he's trying to kill them, and he's just trying to outrun bees. It's <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite parts of the movie. And Alan Tudyk pretty much plays it straight this whole movie, too. He's not particularly silly at all. It's It's mostly Dale. Dale is hilarious, but there, he's uh, Alan Tudyk's character definitely has like snappy one-liners, but he doesn't act like ridiculous like the other guy does. Yeah, yeah. I love their dynamic that Dale is just so stupid that Tucker looks intelligent in comparison. <laughs> <laughs> like Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. <laughs> I like the part at the very beginning that we skipped over a little bit when they meet in the gas station. And Dale goes over to talk to him. He brings a scythe a with giant him. giant scythe. <laughs> Remember to laugh, so he smiles and laughs, and it's so terrifying. <laughs> also, when they're inside and, like, he's uh, the the main chick that he falls in love with is, like, like pulling something off the shelf, and you just see his <laughs> eye. Staring at her. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I was actually pretty, uh, I was pretty surprised how legitimately funny this movie was. 
when like when I first saw it, I I feel like horror comedy can very easily miss the mark, but like all of the comedy in this hits because there's like a good like heart to this movie that's like Tucker and Dale just want to have this nice vacation home. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's like really the story of the film and then like <laughs> Dale kind of falls in love, but, uh, like, I just love that that's, like, the kind of anchor of the plot. It's like, <laughs> we just got this really nice home that we split. <laughs> and, and, like, yeah, and Tucker's just, like, taking care of Dale. Like, it's a, like, what's mine is yours situation. <laughs> yeah, it's, I love that. Yeah. I didn't watch this movie for the longest time because, based on the cover, I didn't know what this movie was. Same. I thought it was going to be like hillbillies fighting demons. Same. Like like some sort of evil I dead it was parody like or something. Like Van Helsing. <laughs> Literally, I thought it was Stan hillbilly. Helsing. Hillbilly Van Helsing. That's what I thought this was. Stan Helsing is a funny movie, too. I heard that in there. But, yeah, my stepdad, he came into my room one day. when I was, like, just graduated out of high school when this came out. And he basically kicked in my door and he was like, you need to watch Tucker and Dale versus evil right now. <laughs> okay. So yeah, I turned it on and I was very happy. And I showed all of my friends it after that. I used to be the guy that had all the DVDs and stuff. You'd go to his house and it would be like free blockbuster. So I was, <laughs> I was the person who was always like, Oh, would you like to hear about this new media? So yeah, that's how this came into my life. And I just showed as many people as humanly possible. And this was supposed to get a sequel. They have been on and off about a sequel to this movie for like a decade. And then right before COVID, they're like, it's finally happening. And right. then COVID hit. And then they're like, <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> I remember that. Now you bring it up. I was like so stoked. Oh, it's a bummer. Wait, they announced it right before COVID that they were going to do a sequel? Yep. Yeah, they had been back and forth on it for like a few years before it and then they're oh. like we're finally moving ahead with this we have a it's like they described it as like it's not a sequel it's more like a, it's a, a continuation in the same universe but it's not going to be like the preppy kid comes back or anything like that right yeah because he's oh 42 now so <laughs> it's hard for him Tuck to look 19 <laughs> Tucker and Dale go to Yale Described as Goodwill Hunting meets Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> <laughs> we need it. We need it. In the same interview, the director said that he liked Alan Tudyk's idea of doing a sequel that was similar from Dusk Till Dawn to From Dusk Till Dawn. We deserve this whole cinematic universe. Like, this is, man. I wanted a sequel to this for so long. I hope we do still get it, but it, it's going to be a minute. But once we get a sequel, we're going to get like five sequels back to back to back. Because I feel like that's what happens yeah. with this kind of success. Just... And I wouldn't mind if they did a what I assume this movie was in like a sequel form. If you did it where they're actually fighting real evil, no. like they're <laughs> fighting fucking vampires or like some sort of like zombies or something, I'd take that shit. These two bumbling idiots have to save the fucking world. <laughs> I would absolutely take that. <laughs> but you have to put it in a position where they're not like seeking it out. It's just like happening to them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> put them in the fucking cabin in the woods house with all the trinkets, and they accidentally unlock something that they have to then 
figure out a way to to imprison again. They go on a cruise and like the Dark Lord Cthulhu assaults them. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see them in a murder mystery that has nothing to do with them, kind of like Jay and Silent Bob. Like I feel like they should <laughs> just pop just... up in other franchises <laughs> as Tucker and Dale. That would be amazing. Yeah, yeah, I take that. That'd be great if they were just yeah, yeah something set in the same universe and they're just like the reoccurring characters that pop up once in a while. Hell yeah, yeah. that'd be dope. I mean, more horror movies in general should probably start doing that. Like, I feel like they should. Like, the idea that Freaky and Happy Death Day are in the same universe and that there's potentially going to be more horror movies that fall in that universe that aren't, like, sequels, requels, reboots, I think that's really, really smart. I mean, like, everybody wants to see, like, certain characters in multiple uh, franchises, like... I mean, I still want to Yeah, if you can build a good enough, like, universe where you can branch off into other stories that are different but have the same, like, feel. Kind of like when a movie's shot the the same way or, like, Mm -hmm. it has the same type of humor or whatever. Like, yeah, like, fucking go for it. Why not? Power Rangers versus Freddy (laughs) Krueger. It's a comic book. You can read the comic book. I know, I know. Like... It's a stone's throw away from the adaptation, right? They did it with Marvel. It's a giant Jason to fight the Megazord. <laughs> right, really? Yeah. That's awesome. Wow. I just found a comic. I bought it because I am who I am. It's Big Bird versus Arnold Schwarzenheimer. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> fighting Big Bird. They just changed the names a little bit, and uh, it's great. Anyway, mm-hmm. so... The my favorite like there's basically two movies in this movie I feel like like you were saying like one perspective the other perspective but especially in the flashbacks it's just filmed like a pretty solid horror movie and there's one point where the guy scratches the back of his neck with uh, yeah yeah it really sticks yeah out. what do they call that kind he's of blade? Blade. saw blade saw blade yeah, got, uh, oh yeah the eighties throwdown. Yeah, and he which like that guy is definitely Alan Tudyk. Yes, sure. <laughs> looks exactly like. <laughs> yeah, I love the reveal that like the preppy guy hates hillbillies because his mom was Dude. raped by a hillbilly in front of his father. But then it turns out that his father actually is a hillbilly. They're like, "You're half hillbilly. <laughs> You're half hillbilly. <laughs> I hate your kind, hillbillies." <laughs> <laughs> There are definitely some massive plot holes in this movie, which is fine. It's for silly ha-has, but what is the main girl doing for majority of the movie other than sleeping? Trivial like, pursuit. <laughs> they're like, wait here, and they leave, and she just like walks around looking out windows and shit. Like, what is she doing? Because she realizes they're nice, so she doesn't have to like run away. She's not being held hostage. She no, loves but- a good window look. They go out to find. She also her keeps friends. being knocked unconscious. <laughs> this is true, but like she needs to like resolve the situation, and instead, like Tucker and Dale leave, and she just stays home. And I feel like that happens twice, and I'm like, "What is this bitch doing? <laughs> what the fuck?" Yeah, I mean, on the flip side, I wouldn't be in a rush to leave somewhere after I got concussed 
with this like uh feeling that all of my friends are going to commit suicide in <laughs> mass like immediately like that one dude who gets impaled on the branch that was yeah. that might have been my favorite kill even though the shredder was great I just thought it was freaking hilarious that that dude got impaled because of the chainsaw in BC. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the deaths here. Yeah, Tucker comes running out with the chainsaw. Everyone's running away. And this kid's looking at Tucker and runs straight into a, a overturned tree and just impales himself. And the freaking bee is like flying around his face when he's still like in his death rattle. <laughs> And then uh, they they decide they're going to launch an assault on the camp. So one kid has like a, a spear he's made out of a stick. The other kid has a pocket knife. The kid with the pocket knife goes to jump at Tucker while he's loading a wood chipper. And Tucker ducks, not even seeing him. And the kid just dives head first. And the other kid runs and trips and impales himself. <laughs> That's my stick. favorite kill in the movie because he's like sliding down the stick over top of Dale. And he's like he's just bleeding screaming. in Dale's mouth. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. I just, I just love when they meet up after that. They're so traumatized. <laughs> and Tucker's just like, these kids won't stop killing. <laughs> <laughs> What was the hole? Why were they digging the hole again? There wasn't a shithole. <laughs> he was making, yeah, he's oh, making. Yeah. A, you had to when you have an outhouse, you had to dig a hole under it first for everything to go. Uh, so yeah, they're digging an outhouse hole. They thought that they, <laughs> that she was having to dig her own grave. <laughs> yeah, they put to them in their perspective. That these sick bastards are making her dig <laughs> her own grave. <laughs> oh God. So, <laughs> Who's the next person to die? Is it the cop next? The cop, yeah. The co- <laughs> like, maybe we should call the cops. And Tucker's like, we can't call the cops. We can't just say, look, all these people started killing themselves on our property. So the the kids run into the cop and bring him to the house, and they're like unloading the half chewed up body from the wood chipper, <laughs> covered in blood. <laughs> And they're just like funny story, officer. <laughs> Today has been a day. <laughs> Today has been a doozy. <laughs> and I'll be damned if that cop didn't believe him right before he leaned on that post. <laughs> yeah, he like follows him to the house, and the kids are in the back of the cop car, freaking the fuck out. And there's been this reoccurring post in the house that if you lean on it, it, it like falls over and another post with nails falls down so a couple people almost die and the cop does it and like stumbles out of the house with a board through his face <laughs> and the kids are just screaming <laughs> <laughs> and the one kid gets out and steals the cop's gun and shoots himself in the face Dude. immediately <laughs> i did not expect that He's like, you gotta turn the safety off, and he points it right at his face, and it's like, <laughs> oh god. <laughs> and then Psycho Kid gets the gun. Yeah, he almost killed Jangers. Yeah, fuck Jangers, the best dog ever. Uh, <laughs> it's got one. Yeah, I feel like that's a large reason why the main the main chick Allison was comfortable is because Jangers was there, and Jangers was a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, it's so sad when they preppy kid takes Jangers and is going to kill him. And Dale's like, my dog. <laughs> He's like, going to kill my dog. <laughs> kill my dog, I'm going to get real mad. <laughs> <laughs> he starts shooting at him with a nail gun. <laughs> uh, so ridiculous. This movie is such a trip. Like, the end of this movie is the most ridiculous part, believe it or not, <laughs> even though someone dove into a wood chipper already. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so Tucker rescues Jangers, but then the kids kidnap Tucker, and the preppy kid cuts two of his fingers off, and and uh, it eventually leads to them having, like, a sit-down conversation, because the girl's, like, a therapist, so she's trying to, like negotiate a truce <laughs> between the two hillbillies and the preppy kids and uh the other college kids that are peeking through the window think that he's been brainwashed <laughs> so they they bust through the house the preppy kid sets the fucking house on fire but but it sets the one guy on fire <laughs> and they're like stop drop and roll <laughs> There's just gasoline everywhere, and they're like, I knew I should have moved this. <laughs> yeah, there's like a, a pile of gas cans in the corner of the room. <laughs> and the the dumb girl lights a cigarette next to it in the middle of chaos. She's like, you know what? Let's have a cigarette right here, and blows up the whole vacation home. Wait, did you did you mention the weed eater? Oh, that's the, right. The, the weed, weed whacker. <laughs> they walk in. A lot in. of people die by one person just stepping out of the way and there being another person right behind. <laughs> yes. They walk in and Naomi is in the house. She's the one who gets weed whacked in the face. And, like, they try to, like, use it against, um... I can't even remember which, which of the two, but they try to, like, charge at him and... They duck, and Naomi's face just gets weed-whacked before <laughs> all of this other crazy shit happens. And the only reason that, like, that's important to the rest of the story is she tries to grab um, Chad's foot when he's leaving. <laughs> hey, let go of me, you dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she looks like a zombie. Like <laughs> Her face is all chewed up. Oh my god! And what? then he looks pretty fucking scary when he come after he comes out of the fire. Half his face is burnt and his hair's missing. He's like Two Face and the Joker in one. <laughs> what do you guys think of him? I feel like his acting went way over the top at the end. Yeah, well, the end. He's also like a freaking vaudeville villain like <laughs> like he literally ties someone to a saw like luge or whatever saw flume yeah like a rocky and bullwinkle yeah guy. like i feel like this is literally a villain from the 20s which i was cracking up i thought that was absolutely hilarious like that that to me that was honestly somehow more over the top than all the other shit that we'd seen in the film um, which is a testament. Dale shows up in like super hillbilly murder outfit and then just takes it off right away as soon as he sees his girlfriend. Yeah, he's got the, the welder's mask on. Yeah, dual chainsaws. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, they have a little fight. That's where they find a newspaper article saying that the he's half hillbilly. <laughs> and then he throws a... Uh, 
chamomile tea in his face because the, the preppy he's kid's allergic. asthmatic. <laughs> yeah. And he's mentioned that chamomile tea fucks with his asthma, so he finds some and throws it in his face, and then he falls out a window. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why, but I just was reminded of this scene, and I just thought it was really funny. When they like first go, when Tucker and Dale first get the house and they go in, and they're finding like all the bones and stuff that clearly like a murderer owned the house. That guy must have been an archaeologist. There's <laughs> <laughs> like, like teeth chandeliers. Also, um, oh my god, sorry, you totally just derailed me on that. <laughs> just because that part's freaking hilarious. I'll get back to it. Just, just go on without me. I'll remember soon. <laughs> remember me for who I was. The end of this movie. You go is, into the house. <laughs> this is a near perfect ending of a movie. Like the the bad guy, there's like a little cliffhanger with the bad guy, but uh Tucker's in the hospital, Dale brings him a beer in the hospital and it's hilarious. And then Dale and the girl go on a date bowling and they're <laughs> they decide they're in love and their redneck friend with no teeth goes to flirt with other girls and somehow one of them ends up knocked out on the ground and he punches her in the face <laughs> <laughs> he drags her like, i got her <laughs> i always forget about that part <laughs> <It's so funny. sighs> um also i remembered when they're in the house and they are looking at the pictures on the wall that are like, I don't know if they're missing photos or like newspaper clippings or just like creepy pictures, but they're like, they ignore all of them. They're like, oh, look, buy one, get one, wings. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, okay. That coupon thing is great. There's This movie does kind of like have slow parts a little bit i feel like like when they sit down to have their like little negotiation or whatever i feel like it really brought the pace to a screeching halt there for a minute but like yeah when when they wreck the car <laughs> tucker's laying there giving him like a little pep talk it, it's like i feel like it goes on too long and then it ends on a pretty big laugh so but overall i only i only really have any th good things to say about this movie do you guys have any criticisms? Yeah. Not really. Uh, no. I think it accomplishes exactly what it wants to do. Uh, it's an hour and 30 minutes, so they keep it pretty tight. The kills are pretty impressively done, but also hilarious. And, I mean, you got two really, really strong leads with Tucker and Dale. Like, those guys... I like read something that they were like um, regularly staying after filming in character, hanging out with just the two of them, <laughs> <laughs> which is awesome. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I love it. Do you guys have anything else you'd like to include about the movie, or are we going to approach final thoughts? Yeah, we can do final thoughts. Uh, like I said at the beginning, I think this movie is uh, is one of the best horror comedies of all time, and I would recommend it to anybody. I don't know. I haven't, and what I think makes it one of the best horror comedies of all time is I've never heard anyone not like this movie. Agreed. Every single person I've ever talked to that's seen this is like, yeah, that movie's great. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I would agree with that. I... 
I mean, if you like horror at all, this is fantastic. And even if you're not the biggest fan of horror, you probably won't like the gore, but the comedy is there for sure. Yeah, I think the gore is the only thing that detracts from a general audience. Like, this movie is hilarious. It's the only thing anyone could have a problem with is the gore in the yeah. movie. Um, what are we rating it? Because I think we're all we're approaching the Shaw territory. Jangers. Jangers. <laughs> yeah. Good enough. I'm giving the jangers. Five jangers. <laughs> you guys putting? I'll give it five jangers. Yeah. I'll give it five jangers. Of course. Of course. Kakoa Shaw rides again. <laughs> so, yep, five out of five means Kakoa Shaw approves for the audience who is still kind of getting on board with that. That's why he's our patron saint, because when something's perfect like he is, we have to get his stamp of approval. <laughs> Great film. Absolutely lovely film. But you know what else is lovely? Getting soshed. Get soshed as fuck. Get soshed up, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> you thought you were getting away. It's uh, H on H pod on all things that are good. <laughs> what does that mean to you? Well, we've got merch. That's it. Threadless, right? Yep. That's absolutely h on h pod threadless dot h on h pod dot com nope nope <laughs> reverse reverse <laughs> h on h pod dot threadless dot com i literally there always get that mixed <laughs> um you can find us on twitter h on h pod you can find us on instagram h on h pod facebook guess what h on h pod yeah. tiktok h on h pod <laughs> Not sure we've made a single TikTok, but we're there. <laughs> There's a few on there. Um, <laughs> just, just in case you forgot what it is, it's H on H Pod. <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> uh, consider yourself soched. <laughs> yeah. Well, folks, just remember, life is tough, so why not get high on horror? H on H Pod. H on H Pod. <laughs> <laughs>